You're listening to Wilderness Club, a podcast exploring hidden treasures of the Word of God. We are James and Brooke, and we discuss how our own experiences interweave with God's plan for all His children in seasons of both wilderness and rest. Welcome to session five. In the last session, we were talking about the son of Abraham, and the previous session from that, we were talking a little bit about the son of David. Mm-hmm. And then we also kind of combined them, talked about how they sort of related to each other, and we're continuing on that journey of the genealogy found uh, in Matthew 1. And those two phrases, son of David, son of Abraham, found in Matthew 1, 1. So now we're going into uh, a verse in Isaiah, and we come to Isaiah 11, 1 and 2, and we see another sort of key word here which is branch. We see that if you're using the New King James New King James version, you will see that branch is capitalized. So as we talked about in session 4, when you see that capitalization of these pronouns, um, we know that's sort of an indication that we're talking about Christ Jesus. So not only do we see the branch, but there's other plant words up in this. Yes. So we want to notice that it says this, a rod that's yeah. talking about, that's a plant part, the stem of Jesse, mm-hmm. a branch sugar out of his roots. So we've got all these plant parts. So let's start for a second just by mentioning who is Jesse. So we see Jesse first appearing on the scene in 1 Samuel 16, 1, where the Lord tells Samuel, the prophet, how long will you mourn for Saul, King Saul, seeing I've rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite. The Bethlehemite. Bethlehem, Bethlehemite. So that's also kind of like, ooh, Ding, 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 ding. There should be something going off in your brain when you read that verse. Yeah, I've heard of too. Bethlehem before. Right. So we were connecting. Oh, this is interesting. Someone named Jesse is also from Bethlehem. And then we see that Jesse ends up being um, the father of King David. So if he's the father of King David... <laughs> and he has roots. Could we say maybe then that the seed of David is also a seed of Jesse? Yes. So oh, interesting. Interesting. Going back to Isaiah 11, then, what can we kind of determine about the rod, the stem, the branch, the roots? I determined that as I read through it, that the branch is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so. Jesus is a branch, and that kind of sets off some bells. Right. That we also see Jesus talk about branches mm-hmm. um, in John fifteen five. Mm-hmm. Yep. He mentions, now he switches a little bit. Yes. He says that 
we are the branches and mm-hmm. he is the vine. Right. But what I think is is kind of interesting is that a seed is going to grow roots, the roots are going to grow a stem, the stem is going to grow branches, and from branches comes something, mm-hmm. which is fruit. Fruit, exactly. And so Jesus is going to be the way that the fruit comes, and the mm-hmm. fruit is going to be salvation. It's going to be peace. It's going to be a kingdom. It's going to be so many promised gifts. Mm-hmm. And when we go to John fifteen five, Jesus actually tells his followers the new relationship that Jesus now has in this plant mm-hmm. is that we are to be the branches so that he can be the vine because the vine will actually make it grow. Right. Yeah. Give it nutrients and be the life of the plant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of the branch. Yeah, for sure. In so Jesse's not as um, common, commonly spoken of name. Right. He's not well known. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of only connect him with David. So he's much more humble. And that name, when we're looking at Isaiah 11, it's interesting that they say, um, there shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, because it's like, well, why didn't you say from David? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're saying son of David in a lot of other places. So we talked about in the last session how the, the Jews were looking for the Messiah to be like King David because they knew that prophecy said that Messiah would be from the line of David. He um, would be a rescuer. He would be basically salvation. And they took that to mean salvation from oppression Mm -hmm. and political salvation as far as um, bringing peace to Jerusalem, um, bringing peace and prosperity to the Israelites, to Israel. But we see here in Isaiah 11, 1, God is kind of putting a little hint, like a little implication Mm -hmm. within the prophecy saying like, no, 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 no. Don't look for David himself and what David kind of entailed. Um, in the sense of like this political, um, this political person, the world's a, definition, yeah, of a the, king. the world's definition of a king, but rather look for someone humble, like Jesse, mm-hmm. who's not famous, who actually is a shepherd, mm-hmm. and his sons are shepherds. We re- we remember from learning in Samuel, the first uh, and second Samuel, that David is a shepherd boy. Right, And we all know that, you know, he slayed Goliath and all those things when he was a young boy. So we know that David was, came from humble beginnings. So then we have to assume that Jesse is very humble um, as far as his lifestyle. He was not a king. He was not of royalty or anything like that. The royalty began with David when God anointed David as king. But we see that just like Jesse is a shepherd, Jesus is called the good shepherd. And right. so the 
um, implication is humility that Jesus is going to be humility, um, we uh, meek shepherd like. Something I just thought about is that the Israelites were looking for a king, a conquering king to save them. And they were promised salvation. They were promised a savior. But if Jesus is going to come as a shepherd, how Mm -hmm. is he going to save them? Well, shepherds save their sheep. And what do they save their sheep from? They save their sheep from a few different things. One of the things they save their sheep from is wolves or lions or things that would attack them. Mm -hmm. So we know from Scripture that Satan Mm -hmm. walks around like a roaring Roaring lion. lion. So Jesus will save us from Satan. Mm -hmm. The other thing that sheep need to be saved from is themselves. Because sheep are very unintelligent right and they will follow anything right and if one sheep starts to follow another sheep and the first sheep goes off a cliff the rest of the sheep are just going to follow it right off the cliff right and, and that's what the world does the, the all of us we yeah. we kind of we follow what the world is doing we follow what culture is what culture is doing yeah. and we mm-hmm. we just kind the of trends we we're a danger to ourselves right and Jesus is promised to come as Savior, and he's also promised to come as a shepherd. So he's going to shepherd us and save us from the world, from ourselves, from Satan. And that's also biblical as well, is that it says, all, um, we're all like sheep have gone astray, each one to his own way. Mm-hmm. So that's an, also in Scripture. It, it's like, you're not just calling us sheep. <laughs> God's Word calls us sheep right, as well. Right. and. Jesus is also referred to as the Good Shepherd. Right. So that's that's a, a really cool little hint here in Isaiah of the nature of Jesus mm-hmm. that can easily be missed when you're flying through Scripture. But if yeah. we can take the time to really ponder the deeper, or not necessarily deeper, but like maybe the slightly hidden um, parts, we can we can really uncover these cool truths. Right. And you kind of wonder, like, these scribes, Pharisees, Sadducees, who dedicated their lives to studying scriptures, you're like, man, how did you miss this? Like, mm-hmm. but, I mean, haven't we all missed things in life where, you know, the whole phrase saying, Hindsight is twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and so even when scripture is being fulfilled, it, you never really see it as it's happening. It's always looking back and saying, "Hey," <laughs> <laughs> and it's only through God's grace that in the moments we're able to say, "Oh, okay, yeah, I see God working here." Wow, you know, yeah, that, um, and that's why it's important to be asking the Lord to fill us with his Holy Spirit mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. we study the scriptures so that we can see these things that the Lord has in plain sight for us. I mean, we did not have to do a lot of searching and hours upon hours upon hours of studying scripture to find these little nuggets that the Lord has placed yeah. or little Easter eggs. Is that what it's called? In movies and <laughs> in stuff. In movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. That... Um, 
that the Lord's like, here, you know, I'm for those People who desire say that to see. The seek. Easter bunny and Easter eggs have nothing to do with the real story of Easter, but the Bible is full of Easter eggs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Next session, we're going to kind of move on from this genealogy. And um, we hope that breaking things down a little bit more has blessed you and has been a gift in itself to see how the Lord um, desires to meet us where we're at and Mm -hmm. to give us these simple truths and these simple teachings um, to help us understand his plan for us, for every believer, and for the entire world. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wilderness Club. We invite you to find us at wildernessclub.co, that's com without the M, where you can get in touch with us to ask questions, learn more about our faith, and who we are. We invite you to join the club.